Thank you for listening to the Kayfabe Report, a podcast made by fans for fans. Join me, Cody Wilson, and DJ Hype Train Matt Glass for news, general topic discussions, predictions, and reviews. All that and more on the Kayfabe Report. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, this week uh, we're going to be just you know talking wrestling. Uh, there's not a few, there's not a whole lot of news stories or anything. Um, we're just going to be talking wrestling and uh, doing what we do best: fucking around. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> so, without further ado, my co-host Matt, how you doing, my friend? Oh, great, dude! I'm reclined back on the recliner right now. I need, I ain't even <laughs> trying to work right now. Um, yeah. So let's start it off with uh, let's talk about Alexa Bliss. Apparently, her first target in the women's division is going to be Shayna Baszler. That sounds great to me. Shayna Baszler's, Baszler's technically a man, anyways. Yeah, going strong you know, right out of the gate. She went after. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shit. Alexa went after the fiend first by fucking up his shit, and I'm fucking up my camera right now. Sorry about that. Um, I mean, might as well keep going after men, so to speak. No, that's cool. Um, I really don't think that Shayna Baszler, um. Deserves the attention though, so I hope it's short lived. Sorry, I just not a big fan of Shayna Baszler, so I hope that this is just like stepping stones for Alexa. I hope she starts taking people out on her way to the women's championship. You know, I could see that too. That's that's one of the weird things is that she's just going to be like going hauling ass through the entire women's division. And my guess is, is that it's either going to be her. Or Becky Lynch for Royal Rumble this year. I mean, I'm good with either one. I'm actually, I'm so glad that you put this into the universe oh for God, me. What? Becky Lynch comes in at like sweet seventeen and makes a run for it, and then boom, Alexa just ruins the party, baby. See ya! Alexa. I'm okay with that. Alexa wins it. Um, yeah. I mean, oh Jesus, there goes my Alexa. Are you kidding me right now? (laughs) I I am no longer saying... (laughs) I'm no longer saying her name the rest of the evening. So, she's now known as Bliss. (laughs) That's fine. Oh boy. Um... (laughs) But anyways, that would be that would be cool for Rumble. Yeah, having her win Rumble would be okay. I'd be done with it. Okay. Um. Yeah. Other things on Raw that happened uh, a few nights ago. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be Drew versus Lashley at Hell in a Cell. Um, we all Ooh. saw that coming. Trash. It wasn't that bad. No, the, I'm not saying the match was trash. I'm saying the fact that we have to watch Drew and Lashley fight again. But when MVP finally turns on Lashley and they make Drew turn ultra heel and all this shit that's going to go down, it'll all make sense to everybody else. But it's just annoying to me at this point. Are you okay? Oh, trust me, it's going to happen. Are you on crack 
Like, are you nope. Are you smoking the devil's lettuce or like what? Yes, but that's besides the point. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Rolling up a fatty with the Godfather and all that. Hell yeah! If the Godfather's my dog, I'm gonna leave that one alone. Um. <laughs> wow. So we caught some flack last week with uh, the F. Mary Kill because somebody didn't hear me. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, no, this is for you. You're the one that didn't hear me. <laughs> oh, okay. So who, what do you mean we caught flack? What do you mean? So uh, there was a comment on, I think it was Apple Podcast, but I could be wrong. Um. How do you get confused between Julian Hall and Lillian Garcia? <laughs> listen, if you listen to the rest of the podcast, whoever that asshole is who wanted to make that comment, first of all, they can email me directly at djhypetrain at gmail.com, and I'll explain to you, Lillian and Jillian sound the fucking same. I stopped listening because I'm a man, and I heard Ilian, and I didn't listen to the last name, you fuck. So... Whoever you are that made that comment, you can go to hell with Alexa Bliss and The Fiend, too. Damn! I made one mistake, and they're going to eat you alive. I'm telling you what. You know, just like those people on TikTok, you made one like one verbal mistake, and they're like all over it. I said Jim instead of Gene Okerlund. <laughs> <laughs> and they were on it, dude. On it. Oh, my God. It is. That's no, just but insane. in all seriousness... I should have I should have been listening better to what you had said, and I would have not have misunderstood and misspoke the way that I did. Eh, shit happens. What are you gonna do? Exactly. That's why you flush it down the toilet. Just like that dude's comment. Delete. Uh, speaking of TikTok, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I really want to get into this. Do you really think Pat McAfee is a good an okay commentator, or what? What is your opinion on Pat McAfee as a commentator? I do. I like him. I think that he's. I think he's got enthusiasm. Okay. By no means is he an expert on the craft, but he's got a character. You've you have uh, talked about that before. He's got a character. Um, he's got a good podcast, and I do believe that he is gonna. I hope, and I do believe that he can turn into a good commentator. I think he's got a lot of energy, and that's what makes me enjoy it. I just know you hate the guy, so I'm getting on the fuck Pack McAfee train with you on, on our podcast. Oh, no, you don't because have it's to. You're, you're, you're all okay <laughs> just getting on your knees and blowing him. That's fine. It... <laughs> no, we want to fuck him just like you do. Well, no, no, no. The, everybody can have their opinion, and that's, that's what the podcast is for. That's what you know TikTok's for, so everybody can have their opinion, can do what they want. I don't care. But if I'm gonna if if I'm gonna try to make it funny, I'm gonna try to make it funny. Oh sure, I mean there's no problem, no problem making it funny. I I just think that he's enthusiastic. I think he's a good, I think he's a good. Uh, I don't I don't want to say play by play, color commentator. Yeah, he's supposed and, to be color. Uh, yeah, and I'll leave it at that. He puts more fucking color than the goddamn rainbow. He he fucking okay. So you're okay with him, and that's fine. There are a lot of people on mm -hmm. TikTok in my comments saying, oh, he's a good commentator, his NXT run was okay, it was good, his matches mm -hmm. with Adam Cole were amazing, and I'm just like, okay, pump the brakes. Hold on. Slow your roll there, Jimmy. Look, Pat McAfee 
for whatever reason, gets under my skin so bad. And it started with the NXT match. Him versus Adam Cole, like I've said tons of times already on this podcast, should have been in a, a decent match. You have a celebrity or a... Uh, I don't want to say pop culture icon because he's not really one, but somebody that's an entertainer that's going to bring eyeballs to the product. Sure. And he he allegedly trained in a wrestling ring that he bought while in a drunken stupor. Fine. But the match itself was carried by Adam Cole. Like, it, I'm going to put it this way. Adam Cole carried Pat McAfee like he was a newborn child through that match. That's the way I look at it. Uh, you know, I don't want to say confirm or deny your, your opinion on it um, or the fact of it just because I've never seen him wrestle. So I can't really say yay or nay, but continue. I, I, I get where you're going with this. And then the War Games match, which was Pat's Pack, which was him, Pete Dunn, and Loney Orkin and uh, Birch versus the UE, which is fine. That match was fine until Pat McAfee entered the fucking ring. Then it became an indie spot fest, which was just horrible. And then the last five minutes was back to like what it should have been the entire match. Mm-hmm. <sighs> now, he was going to be part of the XFL's broadcasting team, which he was. Then the pandemic hit and the XFL folded twice. That's unfortunate, too, because that could have been really cool. It was good. The second time around was actually building steam. It was doing good. Right. They learned from their mistakes the last time. Now the fucking Rock owns it. Him and his ex-wife? I think? Yeah. Him and his first ex-wife own the XFL. (laughs) And it still could work. It still could work. Under the Rock's leadership, it's going to fucking work. That's what's going to happen. It's not going to... It could be... It's not going to be a could be or a will be type of thing. It's going to be a definite. It's going to be 100% balls to the wall. NBC Universal's already going to be all over that shit. Fucking... God, he's partnered with The Rock. They're partnered with The Rock like three times over. So... Well, I can can tell you folks that Cody can smell what The Rock is cooking. And right now, it's fucking dollar signs. <laughs> but yeah, it. And then they had to do something with Pat because they had him under an XFL contract, which then became a WWE contract. So now they have to do something with him. Okay. The first week on SmackDown, I gave it a pass. And the only reason I gave it a pass is because he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. He's never been in this sort of situation. Fine. The second week, everything was on purpose and Vince is not yelling at him. And he's fucking doing everything he can 
that is Pat McAfee. Fine. Third week, I can't stand the motherfucker. Now, <laughs> and I, I, I look back and watched everything from Pat McAfee when he started on SmackDown. He does nothing but stand on the fucking announcer desk. He fucking does, doesn't dress appropriately, doesn't fucking act professionally. Fuck him. He, when Shinsuke Nakamura comes out now, you see the dumb motherfucker air guitaring with the guy from NXT. Maybe that's what they want out of their color commentator, though. It's not about what Cody wants to okay, see. Okay, but look at Raw. Look at Raw's commentators. You don't see any one of them popping up for when fucking Xavier or Kofi come out to the New Day music. That's okay, because Raw is the inferior show right now, and it's boring. I wouldn't say boring. I'd say in a directive. Lackluster. A, a lackluster directive, yes, I will say that. But to say that Raw is an inferior show, eh. I mean, SmackDown is a good show, but you also you you could also uh, you could also make the defense that SmackDown's two hours and Raw is three, and everybody's like, "Well, just take Raw down the two. Well, they can't do that because then they lose millions upon millions of dollars in ad revenue that you know Vince wants. Sure. That's a smart business decision. You let two hours go to USA, and then the third hour goes to you. That's fine. Ugh. But it's just like Pat McAfee, your color commentators do not need to be a character. If they become a character, that's one thing. But they don't need to be forced as a character onto the screen. Jerry King Lawler is a great example. His heel character as a commentator worked. JR was the play-by-play, and Jerry was color. It worked. Right. Michael Cole was play-by-play. Taz was color. It worked. So do you think they're going to lead to my, when I said a couple weeks ago or whatever, where I said they might end up putting Pat into a storyline where somebody... You know, Enzo coming over and slapping him around, put him through a table or whatever. You think that that'll be a a move, or he's just going to stay on commentary? If he stays on commentary, they suck ass. If they put him into a position where he's in a storyline, they suck ass. Either way, it's a suck-ass situation. Is there any way that you're going to find a positive about Pat McAfee being a part of the WWE? Yes, yes, there is. There actually is. And there's only one way okay. and it will never happen because they're PG. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm not sure where you're going with this or if we should talk about it on the podcast or not. <laughs> well, let's see here. I'm an average fan of hardcore wrestling. But instead of it being Edge versus Mick Foley at WrestleMania 22, let's make that Mick Foley versus Pat McAfee, and Pat McAfee does not get a fucking lick in edgewise to fucking Mick Foley. Mick Foley (laughs) just takes all the barbed wire, the barbed wire 2x4s, the barbed wire bats, everything that's barbed wire, and A, shoves it up his fucking sphincter, or B, shoves it down his throat. 
steal. And then maybe, maybe I'll say Pat McAfee is okay. But it has <laughs> to be gruesome, has to be bloody, and it has to be like only Pornhub could show it. Oh, Jesus. So, yeah, then I'll be okay with Pat McAfee. By the way, Pepsi, sponsor us, please. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that was a good little plug. Um, you never know. You never know. Right. Uh, yeah, so everybody could be okay with Pat McAfee. There have been some that agree with me that Pat McAfee's a schlub and a fuck, which is fine. And I'm okay with everybody's opinion. Mine is Pat McAfee should go die in a fucking hole or at least just stay on his own podcast. <laughs> Stay away from the WWE. You need to be nowhere near it, motherfucker. For the record, we really don't want anybody to die. Okay. <laughs> For the record, maybe. <laughs> All joking oh, aside, man. no, you don't want to wish harm on anybody. It's all a joke. I, you know... I mean, granted, if I could have no lube with a 2 by 4 up Pat McAfee's ass, I'd fucking take that chance. Oh, cherry Pepsi. Zero sugar cherry Pepsi. Delicious. It tastes like shit, but it's, you know, I can have it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Jeez. You know... here's, here's, here's Here's one for you. What do you think about the women in wrestling getting all the shit that they've gotten so far. As far as the shit, like the criticism, well, not the criticism, but let, let's just go through it real quick. Uh, last in the last five years, they've had, one, two, three, four. uh, if memory serves three to four hell in a cell matches, two to three elimination chamber matches, uh, a TLC match, well, a couple TLC matches, I think. A couple last woman standings. Um, pretty much a whole bunch of shit gimmick matches, and I think the only ones that were really deserved are Rumble, Money in the Bank, and the one Hell in a Cell match between Charlotte and Sasha. That Charlotte and Sasha Hell in a Cell was sweet. Right. And I don't think that every Hell in a Cell, they should just automatically put a women's match in it unless it's deemed necessary. Thank you. Um, Don't get me wrong. I think that the women deserve the opportunity to have matches like that. Right. But I don't think you just, I don't think you just make a match like that. I think that the rivalry should justify it. Right. So like, perfect Um, example, Sasha and Becky Lynch. Their rivalry started inside the Hell in a Cell. And that was like, really? Why? Yeah, uh, you didn't have, I feel like you had to have a couple months leading up to that of bad blood and like, oh my God, we're not having a resolution here. Put them in the cell. Let one of them get fucked up. Right. Um, I I like money in the bank. I think that right. that, that should be permanent. Um. And I think what they should and... be doing is either is uh, – well, I think they are doing it, aren't they? 
three or four from Raw and SmackDown each? I believe so, yeah. yeah. So it's well, that makes it a little more interesting. Right. So it's either keep it that way or let each brand have their so that means four briefcases though, so if you really think about it. But can you make the argument for the Raw and SmackDown women's division to have a briefcase? No. So you could only so yeah. you realistically can only have like three uh women or three ladder matches that night. Not four. And even then, that would get fucking... By fucking three, it'd be overkill. Yeah, no. I think that there definitely should only be two ladder matches. One for the men's division. One for the women's. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't care where the winner comes from. I think they should still be allowed to choose what brand. Yeah, um, agreed. Title they go after. That way, that kind of gives you... It's not a total mix-up, but it still mixes them up when they flop brands. Um, so yeah, I think that, I think you want to keep the money in the bank for both the men and the women. I don't think Hell in a Cell, honestly, I don't even think Hell in a Cell should be a pay-per-view. Um, oh, agreed. I think Hell in a, I think Hell in a Cell should be reserved for, um, either WrestleMania or SummerSlam if a rivalry deemed necessary to have that match happen. And do, do, do. The Royal Rumble. Yeah. So I am glad that they've done a women's rumble, but hear me out here. Could they make the Royal Rumble two nights? Go fuck yourself. Like me. No, no, no. It's already bad enough. Mania's two fucking nights and I don't want it to be two nights anymore. I, my personal opinion on mania is should be, like it was like it was until like WrestleMania 23. 23 24 is when they started really getting schmozzy with all the matches. It should be the showcase of the immortals. You bust your ass to get on that card. It should be mostly singles matches, a couple tags, maybe one gigantic gimmick match. Okay. But everybody should be busting their ass to get on that stage. Not, hey, we'll have it two nights and we'll have 17 fucking matches. What? No, WrestleMania should be eight, nine matches total. And it should be every fucking championship. In my opinion. Definitely every championship. Definitely. Um, The reason I say that for the two-night Royal Rumble, and I only say it because... I do want the women to have a Royal Rumble match, but holy fuck, the time. The time involved. Over 60 minutes per Rumble. Yeah, two hours plus the matches. Rumble matches, yeah. Right. Plus. Well, they only have like three or four matches mixed in. Usually it's like, usually it's either the, the first match of the night is a Rumble match, or it's the second or third match of the night. And then the main event usually is the rumble. Right. Well, I think that this year, um, if there's going to be a big women's return um, or big women's moment, I think that they might actually headline the rumble. I think their rumble might be the headline. The main event. Uh, They only did that once. 
And that was because Ronda Rousey was coming out at the end. Right, which I, I could see them doing again, not with obviously with Rousey because she's pregnant. Congrats. Um, but <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't it know. Just, I... It, it, it annoys me <laughs> that she's pregnant. <laughs> I don't know why it does because, like, Becky got pregnant, then, uh, yeah, what the fuck's her name? Fucking Ronda Rousey gets pregnant. Well, and so did what's her name too? Oh, Lacey Evans. Uh, Mil- yeah. Lacey Fucking, Evans. She's knocked up now too. Well, she's been knocked up, mm-hmm. and they should have ran with that yep. being Ric Flair's kid. They really should have ran with that. I don't care who the fuck was in charge of writing. They should have fucking ran with that. <laughs> I would have been definitely okay with that. Um. Yeah, no, I don't know it. <laughs> oh boy, it it just it's annoying because they don't need they don't need those stars. They need to be making new stars. They can't be waiting for Becky, for Ronda, for fucking... Well, Lacey was somewhat of a star, but still. Um. So, I mean, to sum up your question about how I feel about everything with the women, um, I mean, I think it's great. Um, women do um, definitely always deserve equal opportunity to men, regardless of profession. Agreed. Um. I'm not saying there isn't. But, I'm just like saying I, that it, it, it feels like everything gets pushed. No, I agree with you. Yeah, definitely pushed. Just like how we talked about the uh, main event of night one of WrestleMania being the women's match. Uh, we considered that a like a PR main event, mm-hmm. right? Um, I guess, so to speak, you know, because of women and uh, minority, blah, 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 all that. Um, but again, I'll reiterate, I think that they deserve the same opportunities, but I think they need to be timed out properly, um, done with the right storylines, with the right rivalries, and um, not to be pushed and overly pushed. Do it at the right time. It'll make it more exciting. It'll make it more valuable uh, as a product. Agreed. I wholeheartedly agree with that. So, moving on from one annoyance to another. Your favorite superhero, and everyone else's that's under the 13 age gap. Yeah, just get a good close-up on somebody that we can't see. He will be in the main event this summer, baby! Yeah, let's talk about that. Uh, Dude, that's gonna be that's gonna be a good idea. It's gonna be heart wrenching for me because I believe that this is gonna be the actual farewell, John Cena, because the big dog's gonna fucking crush him. I don't know about that. <laughs> you think he's gonna put the big dog down? <laughs> Put him down. Jesus Christ is going to denut him and then fuck him in the face. That's what he's going to do. <laughs> Dude, I mean, don't get me wrong. I will be ecstatic if John Cena becomes the 17 time world champion. But he wants to be back. I just kind of. He wants back full time. Yo. Okay. Then I would be 
ultra stoked. I will go buy more bright T-shirts. Fruity Pebbles, baby. I will be all in. But here's the deal. I kind of thought it was John Cena confirmed. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know, man. I kind of saw... I kind of saw this as an opportunity to pass the torch, so to speak. I don't. But I see this as gonna, a, if he's going to, I see this as a way of John Cena taking that torch, shoving it up Roman Reigns' ass, and then making him brush his teeth with it through his asshole. That's how I feel this is going to happen because that that is literally the only person. And people are like Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is going to beat Roman Reigns. No, you motherfuckers. They're not going to turn Seth Rollins' face just to have Roman Reigns kick his ass. It will be Super Simp Cena versus the big dog Roman Retard Reigns at SummerSlam for the big blue belt. And that would mean John Cena would be a triple crowned world champion. I'm down with it. And he would be a 17-time world champion. Hold the record all on his own. Right. Because he is the greatest of all time. Debatable. <laughs> um, and the... Yeah. Fuck. And that's the thing, too. With crowds coming back... Oh, fuck, yes. I can see it going one of two ways. Them booing the shit out of Roman and Cena getting cheered. Or them booing the shit out of Roman and then absolutely destroying John Cena. (laughs) Yo, what if if the fans, because I I mean, I'm going to be ecstatic. I think it's going to be great anyways. But. What if they're like instead of how they go like when they get into a fit like how they punch back and forth and like, boo, hey, boo. What if the whole time, boo, boo, yeah, like they just see, keep getting like, louder. Roman, like Roman Reigns is just like a a boo, but Cena's is like boo, and every time it's uh-huh. like, boo, 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 boo. <laughs> but and I got a good one. Instead of uh, we want Cena and Cena sucks. Fuck you, Roman. Cena sucks. Fuck you, Roman. Cena yeah, it sucks. Would be in Philly. <laughs> if it was in Philly, I could see oh. it happening, maybe. But it's in... I don't know where right, SummerSlam right. is this year. They were supposed to have like a two-year deal with Toronto, and now that's through the fucking shithole. Well, yeah, and, you know, there was always the talks of staying in New York, but um, well, Cuomo that's not going to happen either. Happen. No, Dictator so it'll end up being in Florida, Texas, All somewhere the like states. that. They're, they're going. <laughs> Vince McMahon may be a Democrat, but he is a smart fucking businessman. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> and the worst part is, he's probably one of those fucking assholes pushing the vaccine on all the superstars. Oh, eh, well. So, what else have you heard? Like, that's not confirmed yet. Technically, oh, that's well, like super. But everybody's like, Cena wants to be back. It would ju- it would make sense because then he would be done filming whatever fucking movie he's doing for the MCU. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's always working on something. It seems like. But now, when he's done with that, he has no future projects coming up because they did Fast Nine or Ten or whatever the fuck it is when he's 
Vin Diesel's brother, which, yeah, okay, I believe that. Um, Like, some of the shit in WWE is more believable than John Cena being Vin Diesel's brother. Like, I believe Alexa Bliss is a dark magic-wielding witch comparative to John (laughs) Cena is Vin Diesel's brother. Whoops. Sure, sure. Oh, God. And it's just, it's annoying. It's just annoying. It, with all the shit he did, and he now now he's saying that he wants to be back with crowds, and I'm like, it makes sense, and if he does come back, he's going to be the draw. He's going to be the draw. That's fine. The, they either need to do one of two things. Have Roman drop the title before SummerSlam to a face. And then let Cena come back as a face and then start the C-Nation or the C-World Order or whatever. Like, literally start an NWO program type deal with Cena. Um, As the doctor of thugonomics, maybe. As a heel? No, because people would love him. He has to be this Cena, but as a heel. He has to be a dick as a heel. Yeah, can't he be the doctor of thugonomics? That's when he is a dick. Okay, but you just said that you want a face to beat Roman. You have to bring Cena in as a heel. Right. Well, no, you could bring him in as a face... Like, that, that first match is a face, but at the end of that match, he better be a full-blown heel or it's fucking ruined. The The whole point of him returning would be ruined. So, who as a face would beat Roman first? And then how, as a face, do you have him go, have John Cena come in? Kevin Owens. And does Kevin Owens is a is a face? He's a face now. He's a baby face now. So to speak. He's he's the Austin version of a baby face, or trying to be. Um. But yeah, have him win, and then Cena comes in and says, like, have him win at Money in the Bank. And then have Cena come in and say, after or at Money in the Bank, I challenge the winner of the Universal Championship match to SummerSlam. Because I need to prove myself that I can still go. And who better than Kevin Owens? That man, Cena's great matches from like 2015-ish on started with the Kevin Owens feud. Right. United States Championship and all that. Right. When he was NXT and Cena was US. So Yeah, that was sweet. That was really cool. Yeah. And they had the best matches. I think the end of that trilogy, the wrong person won. I honestly think it should have been Kevin Owens winning the Uni- the United States Championship from Cena. But uh yeah. You know, it I could see that, and I would have... Okay, so if we were to start... Here's an idea. If we were to start the NWO version of Cena's group, 
who would you have? Oh my god. I don't even know who he would have with him. You'd never think Hall, Hogan, and Nash would have gotten together, but they did. Right, 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 right. Uh, um, and I'll say anybody, wow. NXT, Raw, SmackDown, bring them to his group and whatever brand he lands on, they all start there. Okay. Um, I gotta have him have somebody up in his echelon, like, where I put him. So, Randy Orton. Ooh, um, that's interesting. Yep. yep. Um, Adam Cole. Okay. And, and, um, I'm trying to think of something else that not very many people would see coming. Let's keep it. A, okay. So how about this? Let's keep it a four man group. And that last man be like someone like, of a rookie so that they can like, yeah. like make it an evolution group to, somewhat. Not a rookie, but maybe like a Chad Gable. Ooh. You see what I'm saying? You got Cena, you got Orton. a little bit. Nice. Mm -hmm. Right, right. So you've got a lot of talent, okay? Oh, yeah. But you've got a lot. You've got a ton of experience. Chad Gable is incredible. People will come to find. um, And Adam Cole, baby. He's just just Adam Cole. Okay, so so your group would be Cena... Adam Cole, Randy Orton, and mm-hmm. Chad Gable. Yes. Okay, so if they were so what brand would you rather have them on? SmackDown? No, I'd want them on Raw. You'd want them on Raw. Because well, and here's the reason. No, you got me going now. Good. So Raw needs something different. Okay. And that would be that would be beyond different. Cena's been gone from full time for seven years or whatever we're in 2021 so yeah whatever something like that okay so then there you go instead of having it be roman he faces have it be drew and then drew could be the face going into SummerSlam, and then cena could be a quote-unquote face to you know hang with the young kids and then turn heel at the end with orton gable and cole yeah, so, somewhere along the lines of that. I think it would be perfect if he, if there's going to be a new faction. I think a group like that would be awesome and to really help boost Raw because, I mean, how else are you going to boost rating? You Oh, John Cena's on Raw now. Boom. Ratings go up by millions And he, as far as views. Yeah, and then he's a heel. He's in a heel group. Do you... Do you... Would you make it a five-man? Would you make it a six-man? Because NWO grew and grew and grew. So would you, like, what would be your cap? Because four-five is mine. Yeah, I wouldn't go too much bigger than that. And then at that point, I'd let this build to four-five like that. And then it would go for a year or so. And then everybody knows the one who's going to turn his back, there's going to be RKOs everywhere, and uh, that can lead nah, to... Uh, don't do that. That's predictable. Let's go with Chad Gable and have him get a world title run, because he's... If you look at it this way, now you... Okay, so let's let's make it a five-person group. 
I'm not going to say a five man because I want to say five person for this reason. If we put it on Raw, Cena's world champ, Orton could be US champ, Colin Gable could be tag champ. So who do we put as the fifth champ, which would be the Raw Women's Championship? Uh, Bailey. No, that's easy. That's too easy. You could, I think it would be think great. Bailey's better on SmackDown anyway. So that roster with Bailey. Ding dong. Yeah. That roster with, ba- with Bailey and Sasha is a lot better that way. So let's keep them separate. So let's go with an unknown practically on the Raw Women's group. So I'm going with a Mandy Rose or a Dana Brooke. Okay. Either way. I want to make. Whatever, whatever. I want to be able to make two or three stars out of this group because you have the tutelage of Randy Orton and John Cena, which is easily fucking 40 years of experience together right there. Ooh, pause. Okay. Anybody anybody that's listening, um, and then we could also make a quick clip for the, for the TikTok. Mm-hmm. If there's anybody else who wants to build a new faction, the stipulation is you have to start with John Cena. A new faction, four or five people. I think it'd be cool if we got some feedback from people. Maybe we can right. spin what they what they do. So with that, uh, we'll we'll say this right now. If you want to give us your feedback, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, TikTok, all that. It's all at Kayfabe Report Podcast. Uh, with Twitter, use the hashtag Kayfabe Report. With Instagram, just add us. Facebook, add us. TikTok, add us. With TikTok videos, you you could have your video end up on the podcast here, and we'd we'd go through the videos ourselves. Oh, son of a bitch! I'm burping like a motherfucker. Yeah. It's that damn cherry Pepsi. <laughs> yeah, but damn, dude. Um, but yeah. So, f- give us your feedback there. Um, at Twitter. At Kayfabe Report, use hashtag Kayfabe Report, uh, or use hashtag Cena Faction, and we'll you we'll uh, look that up there. So yeah, so continue on though, because I'm thinking, because I'm thinking at least give it like a six month reign for all of them to have oh, of dominance. Yeah, like of I want all sure. I want five people to have. I want them to all have the gold and be like. Like have like Dana Brooke with Adam Cole, you know what I mean? Like have... I just I just got a twisted idea. Oh God! <laughs> I hate the way Eva you... Marie. Fuck, that's a good idea. I know because Fuck, everybody... I didn't think about that. Everybody hates the fact that she's back. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about it, but dude, you're talking about you wanting to make a star. Right. Okay. That's but fair. you you want to make stars out of this group, okay? Well, it's gonna happen if you're under the tutelage, like you said, about forty years of experience with John Cena and Randy Orton. Oh, yeah. And the skill set involved with the other people, Adam Cole, and who the hell did I Ch- fucking Chad just Gable. say? Uh, Chad Gable, Shorty G, baby. So. I don't know. I just uh, that could work. And if you put if you put Eva, because people people don't like her, 
I understand that she's going after like some sort of a role model thing right now or whatever, but I think a, a heel on her becoming part of a faction and, and a champ, oh man, that looks good. And it would work too with Cena. When you really think about it, she is the John Cena of the women's division. Uh, currently, sure. Nobody, nobody likes her. Nobody wants to wrestle mm-hmm. with her. They all think that she's just fucking a bag of shit. Which is fine. I understand that. but And that works. That would actually really work from a storyline standpoint. Because then you could have a love romance between her and Cena. Or, you know. Like, you could have a love triangle between her, Shorty G. Damn it, now you got me fucking doing it. Her, Chad Gable, <laughs> and Eva Marie. Or her, Chad, fucking motherfucker, you fucked me up so fucking bad. You cocksucking dick. Eva uh, Marie, sh- I almost did it again. Chad Gable. Did I lose you? No. Okay. It just, for whatever reason, the background noise in yours just like completely went dead. <laughs> um, So Eva Marie, Chad Gable and John Cena in a love triangle, and you could be like like Chad loves Eva, Eva loves John, John loves himself. Um, you know, you could do that whole type <laughs> of thing, and then you could lead, you could do a lead up to where Chad just had enough. He challenges Cena for the belt, and then you make a brand new baby face star. Yeah, no, I agree. It. it like shit, it's not that hard to make stars. It really isn't. But you got to have the people behind it with the with the crowd coming back. Let's make some fucking stars since Cena's back. Let's make some people fucking, you know, larger than life stars. And all of this sounds awesome and I would love to see something like this happen. But first we got to get Cena back. Oh, yeah, and he wants to, he, that's the thing, he wants to come back full-time, and I'm okay with that. It, Cena is, is, I've missed the poor fuck, honestly. I've missed him, and I've never thought I'd ever say that. Wow. Like, and that's the thing, like, if, if, if there was a way to, like, block off wrestlers, and, like, have it, like, a four-block group, like, block A, B, and C are on tour, or on the road, for three months, then it's B, C, and D for three months, then it's C, D, and E, or C, D, and A for three months, and then you do uh, D, A, and B for three months, and then you go back to A, B, and C. Yeah. Like, obviously, you make the exceptions for WrestleMania, but that's how you do it. Interesting. No, man, that would be sweet if uh, if he does, in fact, come back uh, full-time and starts up a faction of some sort. I think it would be great because I think not only would it be refreshing to have him back and as a champion to set some records, mm-hmm. um, but to develop more stars. That is the key thing because regardless of if we want him back or The Rock back or whomever, we need more stars for the future because I foresee myself to be a wrestling fan the rest of my life. Oh, agreed. So, Same here. 
Uh, even if we my need kids more development. don't watch it with me, I'm I'm a WWE fan for life. I don't care what a, about anything at this point. Sure. And that's the thing. Like if, if Robert or Jameson don't, my kids don't want to be, you know, a part of that part of my life. That's fine. I'm not gonna hate them. I'm not gonna bitch at them. I'm not gonna be like, you should fucking watch this with me. No, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna be an angry fuck. You know, get old and gray. Yeah, you're yelling. Get away from the TV. Oh, back in my day, you fucking bastards. Um, <laughs> I'm watching WrestleMania 70. Get the fuck out of my way. Oh my god. Uh, I don't even want to think about that. We're only at WrestleMania 38. Yep. At WrestleMania 70, John Cena Jr. going for his 27th championship. Oh my god, I can't even think about what the <laughs> WWE will look like in 70 years, or 40 years, let alone fucking three. Who knows, man? Who knows? Think about that, too. WrestleMania 70? Shit, yeah, he could have a fucking offspring fucking going for yeah. a 20th title reign. <laughs> Episode 10,000 of the Kayfabe Report podcast. We're here with John Cena, uh, retired. He is uh, now 70 years old. (laughs) Oh, no. Wait. That'd be 20. No, that would be 32 years. And Cena's 43, 44. Somewhere like that. Yeah, you're almost correct. Holy shit. 70 years old. He'd be like 67, but still. He'd be, he'd be up there. Yeah, and in 32 years, he could definitely have an offspring by then. So, there's that. You never know. But 32 and that would be a lot, a lot of podcast episodes, I'll tell you that. 52 weeks in a year. Uh, yeah, you're looking at a shitload of episodes. Now, you, now you've got me thinking. It's about, it's probably somewhere between like 1,500 and 2,000 pod, podcasts. 1,600 episodes of the podcast. <laughs> 1,664. What episode are we on right now? Currently we are on 45. <laughs> so. Alright, dude, add, I can't, I can't wait for us to get to, uh. That would be 17,009 for... that episode would be. Or 1,709 that episode would be. Oh. WrestleMania 70. Glorious. Um, I can't wait for episode 316. We'll have to do some stuff on Stone Cold. Oh, obviously. Of course we would. Um, Well, you know what? I'm glad you brought up episodes. I am. I'm really glad you brought that up. We are five episodes away from episode 50. Well, wait. 46, 47, 48, 49. Yeah, five. Okay. Just want to double check because sometimes my math could be wrong. We're five away from number 50. Episode 25, we did a trivia show with the whole team from Book It. And go watch your stuff. It's debatable, Book It, all that. Find it on Apple iTunes and uh, Spotify and all that. This go-around, we're going to be doing trivia again. I have asked some popular TikTokers if they would like to come on the show and do a trivia episode. For the 50th episode. Some are still having to get back to me. I do have a couple confirmed, but I'm not going to say who they are until the week before. Maybe. If I actually do get confirmed, confirmed. 
and I will be the host, and Matt, you'll be playing along. I'm down. So it's going to be a very interesting episode, because I know your trivia is not good. <laughs> no. No, I won't even pretend to try to say I, that it is. I, I, I might throw you some loaded questions your way, but... <laughs> and uh, we did get good feedback from that episode, which was good. But I just want to let you guys know that that is what episode 50 will be, is that we will be doing a trivia episode. That episode will be coming out July 9th, which is the Friday after the Independence Day. So we will be recording on July 6th, which will be that Tuesday, and then that episode will come out that Friday. Normally, YouTube videos come out that following Monday, but because of how many people are going to be on the show, it might take a little bit longer to get that one out. <laughs> so, thank you for reminding me about That'll that. That'll be fun. And it, yeah, it will be fun. We did it We did it last time. It was, it was a little chaotic. We had like six or seven people total. It was Steve and like five or six of them from Book It. And it was fun. It was it was a lot of fun. Uh, people were like really confused on questions, and people were confused on the answers. So it was it was interesting to say the least. But with that, we are going to end the podcast and play a rousing game of F Mary Kill. I think it's Matt's turn. Dun, dun, dun. It is Matt's turn because I fucked up with Julian Hall and Lillian Garcia. Glorious. Well, either way, you're going to end up rich here, buddy. Oh, yeah? Yes. Um, Vince McMahon. Ooh. Linda McMahon. Shane McMahon. Now, see, you painted me into a corner because I'm going to sound gay. That's okay. It doesn't matter. We don't judge here. I mean, either way I look at it, I'm gay because Linda McMahon looks more like a man than anyone else in that group. I don't know how what Vince sees in her. She is not that attractive. I, I, no, I'm I think sorry. you got to put a bullet. I'm sorry, Vince. I think you got to put a bullet in her oh, head. I'm, put, I'm putting a bullet <laughs> in her head execution style like fucking Nazi. <laughs> Bam! Right in the fucking back of the head with a slugger. So that one takes care of that. I'm going to marry Shane and fuck Vince. <laughs> and here, here's why. Cody screwed Vince instead of are you proud of your joke? Are you proud of your joke? Oh, man, that's, I kind of figured this was the way you were going to go with this, but that's great. That was perfect. I figured go with Shane because he still has a lot li- a lot of life left in the tank. Oh, yeah. You're going to be giving it to Vince going, yeah, did Brett screw Brett, huh? Who's screwing you now? <laughs> Vince isn't screwing Vince. Cody's screwing Vince. That's what's going on. Yeah. That's right. That's right. And I'm doing it with a rusty spork. Um. <laughs> um, dude, hold on a minute, though. I know that we've already done F. Mary Kill, but you have to briefly rebook Rock 
No, CM Punk. Okay, so yes, I am supposed to be doing that. This was supposed to be a live episode on TikTok, but for whatever goddamn reason, TikTok, get your goddamn shit together. <laughs> I wasted an hour trying to figure this Trust shit me, out. I, and that was on I the know. other end, listening to me bitch and complain like a little schoolgirl. <laughs> I will be doing the rock video tomorrow. I will be doing it during my lunch break. I will do it on live. So for those of you who want to watch me on live, I will probably be doing live every lunch break every day till I die or until TikTok um, takes my ass off. <laughs> do you take lunch at the same time Eastern every day or is it different? I try to. Uh, about twelve, twelve thirty every day, Eastern Standard Time. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> so yes, I was supposed to do a rock video, and it was supposed to be rebooking rock punk. Um, and I will do that live tomorrow. I promise you all live, and I swear it's going to be live. So. Hell, I might even do it after the podcast and just do it while I'm editing the video and all the audio and everything. Either way, we'll be watching, Cody. Right. So, with that, after that ephemeri kill, and that's the thing, I don't know. Do you think Vince uses toys? I think... Fuck no, he's boring. I, I, I don't know. I think he uses toys in the bedroom. I think he uses a little bit of duct tape, a little bit of handcuffs. You know, may- maybe a feather duster. <laughs> Speaking of toys. Oh, God. I don't even know. Can where, I make a plug? Where, where is this going? I don't, I don't even no. know where this is going. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. We're not sponsored uh, by Adam and Eve or anything, so this is not going to no, be a no. bad. I have a small plug for everybody. No comment. Um, <laughs> we, we highly appreciate everybody supporting the podcast and the followers, but if anybody who's listening or watching Cody's um, – TikToks and whatever. If you guys could give me a follow too, uh, DJ Hype Train, it would be awesome. Because Cody's getting a, a good following. I'd like to absorb some of that to help grow my following, you know, my video views and all that stuff. So at DJ Hype Train on every single platform. Um, besides Twitter, I'm like at Lunatic Fringe 92 or something. But Twitter's not really what I'm. <laughs> Wait a minute. No, no I, we're talking I'm about this gonna... now. We're, we're, we're doing this now. You fucking went after goddamn Dean Ambrose's goddamn fucking nickname or prefix or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. 92, because let's take a guess why. That was the year you were born in. Hell, yeah. Wait, we were born in the same year? Yeah. Why do I think you're like three years older than me? I think because you got held back or something. Yeah, but you were still, like, you were a junior when I was a freshman. Did you get held back twice? No. I don't know what to tell you, bud. Right? No. Like, wait a minute. How old are you? I'm 29. I'm turning 29 this, no. Wait, hold on. You born in 93. I'm 29. I'm turning 29 this year. I was born in 92. I know I'm born in 92. I know what my fucking social security card and birth certificate fucking says, God damn it. I'm bur- oh, give me the last four. I already know your address. Oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> nice try. Uh, Almost fell for um, it. No, dude. My, my birthday is two weeks from today. And I'll be 29. So your birthday is the 
Uh, it's not okay. from today. It's from yesterday. No, if, it's from yesterday. My birth. My birthday is the 14th, Flag Day. Okay. Yeah, mine's August 25th. So you're turning 29 and I'm turning 29. Yeah, so you, I don't know, man. I don't know how we ended up two years fucking, apart in school. Christ, I don't know. I don't fucking remember. No, you graduated in 10, right? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, no, only a year apart. I, for whatever reason, thought you were fucking way older than me. No. Okay, that's why pioneer people don't math. Yeah. <laughs> Stay in school, kids, and if a friendly a friendly stranger offers you drugs, you say thank you because drugs are expensive. Um, <laughs> <laughs> friendly PSA. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> Goddamn. But with that, the podcast is over. Thank you guys so much for uh, watching us on YouTube, listening to us on the podcast, our audio version. Uh, the KFW? No, KWF. That's what it is. Jesus. I'm so goddamn out of it. But the KWF, uh, or KF, fuck it, whatever the cool wrestling fans club is. Yes, two in a stink, one in the pink. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we keep wrestling fun, KWF. Yeah. Keep fingering wet. I don't know. Um, <laughs> that too. I'm so fucking bored and tired. Um, Great podcast. Yeah. And. Yeah, <laughs> thank you for listening to the podcast. You do this every time, right at the end. I start fucking giggling like a dick. Uh, we need to save. We need to save these bloopers and stuff. These are these are priceless. Well, this isn't bloopers. Right this just goes right on the podcast. I don't give a fuck. But <laughs> you're all welcome. I always get him going like God, this, damn. guys. I have to take full credit for this. Stay safe. Be kind. Be thoughtful to others. Uh, Happy Memorial Day, Happy Memorial Week to all those who have fallen and did not return home to their families. Um, Definitely. We appreciate everything you do because without you guys, we have no way to do this podcast. Um, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, uh, The Holy Bible, at Kayfabe Report. Uh, most of them are at Kayfabe Report. Some of them are at Kayfabe Report Pod. Also, Use the hashtag John Cena faction or Cena faction to f tell us what your four or five member group with Cena's faction would be. And we will see you guys next week. <laughs>